You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Sucks. Better. Struggles real. The and stru- it sucks. Struggles suck, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Axe to Grind, uh, the hardcore podcast uh, of posterity and note. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And uh, we're very excited to have you here. I'm very excited. I don't know if I have like a laid back what tone. I woke up in a car, sort of like. Yeah, because you got out of the trunk. Yeah. Fucking weird. <laughs> but How was, was the car last night? It, honestly, I, for anybody that follows my Instagram stories, I slept in a car last night, which isn't weird. I understand people do that all the time, but I had every option not to, and I just weirdly looked at the car, saw that the trunk was one of those ones that you can get into from the back yep. seat, and I was like, that's practically a Did bed. You You're laying down, down, right? I hope. What's that? You'll have the seats down, right? Seats down. Because there's uh, no airflow in the back, is there? Like, well, there was no airflow in this car that was parked uh, in Manhattan, period. Yeah. I, you... You yeah. were lucky you didn't get lit up by the fucking cops. No, you know what? My feet were sticking out uh, of the trunk in such a way that it lo- it looked like a body dump. Wait, you had the trunk open? No, 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 <laughs> no, no like head world. in the trunk, oh, okay. feet My, in the yeah. okay, in the right? Body That's of the, the car, move, right? Okay. right but, but it still looks like you're like, like they found dump. Jimmy Hoffa. I was in my underwear, so it's yeah, one hundred and with no sheets. You know, you have friends, right? I do. I got friends, and I had. A tiny bit of money to afford a hotel if I really wanted to just what, treat what myself doing? right. What, I'm gonna, but, but I just, I don't know. But, weird thing. I just saw it and I said, you know what? Looks nice. It's easy. Yeah. I, I also <sighs> had, I had to have like, I know this sounds really weird. I had to be in my thoughts. Yeah. So you put aluminum foil on your head? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to like, uh, so I got, there's a thing I got to write and I had to devote a lot of brain power to it so I needed a, a degree of isolation so you needed heat stroke I needed heat stroke to really well, that get was the to thing. focused in kills all the other brain cells to that specific strain well I'm gonna say this when you wake up and you don't gotta pee mm. that means things went wrong correct went bad. yeah <laughs> correct like your kidneys are like what? dude yeah you were sweating out everything you had anyway. I can't wait to get all the text messages about this <laughs> <laughs> like when this comes out, it's like people are like, "Yo, what's your boy's problem?" And I'm gonna be like, "I don't really know." No, no I, I yeah. get them all the time. I, I get also, the DMs yeah. and the texts. I like, also walked a hundred blocks yesterday just to do it because I like I like shit like that's that. That's fun. I've done yeah. that. We we I've we did the that, walk I, all the way down to the battery and back from 91st Street. Yeah, that was that's fun. a walk. I, I went from uh, it's like uh, a day Red mm-hmm. Bamboo to, to 99th. Nice. That's a fun walk. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if yeah, yo, you know what? I always tell people that walk though. Yeah, that's true. Really I tell anyway. people, don't go to New York with plans. If you want to plan for New York City, go pick an amount of blocks you want to walk. You will yeah. see interesting shit and weird stuff. And guess what? You can stop at any time. Right. Well, but go do, go do a 50-block walk. Do a 100-block walk. Budget yourself so that when you want to sit down, if you drink, you, you just dip into a scumbag bar, take a seat. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you like to eat like I do, you just hit every Indian spot that you can. There we go. All right, let's hit our sponsors. Yeah, let's hit them. What do we got? Let's do our boys at Triple B. Done. I want to celebrate 
Triple B moving to Bushwick, Brooklyn. Big bad Bushwick, Is Brooklyn. Is that a fact? That's yeah. real. He's in the city now. Should have called his ass. I know. He didn't call anybody. <laughs> he didn't even respond. He just creeped up on me when I was downstairs outside. <laughs> so Because I texted, PK, you close? And he comes up and goes, real close. Oh, my God. You're so... <laughs> it was good. It was yeah. good. I, I props to that. Real life bet. Uh, so shout outs to Sam, New York. Send demos. We're going to change the address. Get yeah. some new ones. I think that's cool. Uh, He's going to do a New York hardcore lean now. Right. Oh shit! That's a that's yeah. The way it is, Triple B, New York hardcore. Oh, I like that. Ooh, that might not be a bad idea. Get right, his right. current bands to redo that comp. Everyone fears and hates comps so much at the moment. But yeah. if you do like, a, it's a little kitschy. Yeah, no, for sure. You want to hear? Let's. I'll go full inside baseball. Yeah, and, and inside baseball as in inside my brain. Okay. Um, I've thought about saying, "Yo, Sam, why don't we do America's Hardcore Volume Five? And Sam would go. What, are you fucking crazy? I sold approximately four of the last one. But we have all big up to, bigged up the uh, the concept of it, how it was cool, how it's kind of documented. And I'm kind of like, yo, what if we, we collabo and uh, make it and do it together and uh, and make it so it's either cheap or free or something? Oh, you know what? Free with admission to a giant ass show. Ah, uh, good idea. There we go. Done. There's All the right. twist. Wow. All right, we're gonna work Have on your that. people hit our people, Sam. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so go Sam out hip hop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go 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 support Triple B. Um, he has a ton of stuff coming. The be all end all. We've actually talked about a lot. You probably heard a track of it on last week's episode. I am impressed with it, uh, and it was totally different than I expected. Faster, short songs. I think the longest oh. song is a minute and six seconds. So based right. on the art, I didn't expect that at all. Correct. So, you know, you'll have heard the listening party by now. So go check that out. You're going to enter the promo code. Axe to grind. You're going to want to? Spell that fucker out. Spell that fucker around. Pat mid-bite. He's like, I'm you know, hungry. Spell that fucker around. Now, do you... Bre- um, breakfast potatoes are uh, intoxicating, my dude. Well, yeah. that's cool. Thanks. <laughs> What a fucking ass. No, you know what, though? We're going to pause here. We're going to get to our next sponsor. Oh, okay. But we're going to hope he chokes on a You're almost breaking the whole food rules that we gave to our buddies in Drain and Gulch a while ago. Breakfast makes it tough, my dude. It does. That's heavy. That's all. It's all starch and it's weighty. It is. And I put a little extra liquid in there because I like my breakfast potatoes to have some uh, maple syrup on top. Yeah, you were preparing for a long day. Yeah. Do you think Sam talks to the printing uh, printing press every day? Like the record guy, uh, the vinyl press. Yeah, I know who he uses several times a week. It's got to be because yeah. this dude, every time we come on here, it's like, oh, he's got new stuff coming out. It's incredible. But he also does batches too, I guess yeah, I should say. It, it, I don't want to get sure. into the specifics of his arrangement, but it's really, it was one of the weirder ones I had heard and really works for him. Very uh, prolific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Absolutely. All right. So, Sammy, we love you. Who else do we love? Nobody. Sorry, that was 100 Demons. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of 100 Demons. <laughs> what a co- Death, Death Wish, Wish Inc. Inc. Ah. Look at that. That was good. Yeah, it was. You see, it was in my Segway. head. Yeah, no, yeah. For, for sure. Uh, that, I mean, can we recommend the 100 Demons record? Why not? You can. You yeah, why I don't think we, we talk about it a lot, but we haven't recommended it. Go check it out. They played This Is Hardcore a couple weeks ago. Win big. With the OG singer. With the OG. Good thing about Death Wish, too, is you can do the the catalog of 100 Demons related things. So uh, Bruce's first singer, yeah? Correct. And then uh, Pete Pete Pete. was the singer after that. I think, my dark secret, this is a Bruce moment. 
you're a Pete guy. I'm a Pete guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, Pete's voice is awesome. It's awesome. Pete's it's very good. Uh, but the uh, now Eyes of the Lord, which is Bruce uh, with the playing youngs. with some very talented people. Yeah. Oh, and, and, that and, bass and Loudon. Wow. And the, uh, Dusty Cloud and yeah, shit was, on the bass was uh, maybe Dusty. I think the ba- I think that bass sound is crisp. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so, uh, you, Death Wish makes it easy. They don't. They didn't put out all that stuff. They have all that stuff. Mm. They put out the one uh, uh, Hundred Demons record. Yeah. Correct the first one. Yes. Oh, was it the first oh, one? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the second, second one. Second one. That's right. But they have it all. You can go there and get it. You, you might be able to get some gear, too. Help me. Help, wh- I just what bought a burn that, shirt from Death Wish. If nice. Hard, yesterday. If, if hard is Which coming one? back. The one that Morgato designed. Oh, that the is Reaper. actually. The Reaper that is, is a hot. good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Help me find a word for the hardissance. What, 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 is, what is the renaissance of hard that oh, we can expect soon? Okay. Ignisance? We'll have to. The Ignisance. Not bad. Thank you. Yeah, we got to work. That's good. Well, it could be just like hard songs ain't bad either. No, Ignorous when it's done songs, well, ignorance makes me think of uh, ignorance. Yeah, but, into but, another. Yeah, ignorance. But I ignorance like is pretty that's good. Pretty good. Man. But when it's done well, oh my god! Like hundred demons. I just got Marauder. I just oh, got just, oh, the, the only record I'm putting out this year. I just got uh, the finished files. Right? Okay. Okay. And it is. Are you teasing or are you, you announcing spill? it right here? No, I'm, no, I'm teasing. Oh, you know what? We'll spill in the uh, the mail out for our Patreon folks. What we should yeah. do, we'll talk about it. What, yeah. I, I'd like to do something ahead of a, a larger show that this band's doing. Well, anyway. Yeah, I'll send you our rates. No problem. <laughs> thank you. So we'll give you a break. Thank you so much. So, uh, but I just got the finished files, and, and the finished files yeah, are in this space yeah. where it's like, you know, when I'm listening to these songs, I go, "This is both ignorant." Skeptical of government, and and, <laughs> and has a also like a not street like we're tough men, but street like we're from North Jersey and can't help it. Yeah, and, okay. and I love that vibe. That and scratches I, all your itches. Yeah, I was really that's gonna excited. be your uh, that's gonna be the shirt. Like it has the blank name and name and <laughs> name and is gonna be. Ignorant, ignorant and Gover- skeptical of government <laughs> and yeah we're yeah, gonna get you that's true street but from only that. sort of street yeah. from Hudson County yeah. street yeah. but employed I like street but employed that's, okay. the, well, that's like, like that. a sort of guy that I like which is funny because you are you almost have a blue collar fetish though also are repulsed by it repulsed when like it, literally you're just street you're not employed com- yes yeah. <laughs> I need a drug problem to make this all work. But you love the blue collar life, but you just don't want to live it. I hate working. You do need a drug problem to make like then it would be like, oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah, he's an attitude. Now I know what he's a hustler. You you are you're noted for writing sort of atypical stuff. The drug church record and self defense family records both got big up for this. Your next phase, like your fucking gray period here, is uh, love blue collar but hate work. I mean that is my lifestyle. I. I'm thinking. Will it be your death style? New self- Sleep in cars, wake up early, don't go to work. <laughs> new self defense right, record. Right. I think I'm actually going to just. The lyrics are going to be all conversation. And then I think the next uh, drug church record is going to. I think I'm actually going to deliver calzones for two months and just use everything. Yo, for calzone you are delivery. finally going to. You're finally going to commit to the bit this year. Commit. Is it going to be like overhead? Hi, my name's Patrick. Yeah. 
This band is self-defense. We're from Cohoes, New York. Here's my address. I've lived there for the past six months. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn. By the way, I'll dox myself anytime, everybody. Yeah. All right. I don't fear any of you. All right. So we're gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna go to deathwishing.com. All right. We're gonna go to deathwishing.com. Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. Tom, what do you do? You're gonna spell it out. Uh, big shout outs to Closed Casket Activities and Run for Cover Records. You're gonna enter the promo code Axe to grind at their respective websites. And receive a discount as well. Thank you, everybody. All right, let's get into it. Yo, what are we doing today? We are doing, a, you know, I'm going to get heavy and deep. And, and maybe, you often do. Maybe even dark at times, because mm. we're talking TUI. Until I die. Yeah. We're going as to long ca- as I stay alive. We're going to compare two of their biggest records. And mm. we are going to uh, f- fawn, but also be critical. We're mm-hmm. going to... Uh, uh, aggrandize, but also diminish where necessary. You know, I mean, to take away some legend if necessary. And we're gonna speak honest. Yep. And I, I just enjoyed the shit out of this exercise. So you're gonna catch me in a weird zone. Can I say this? I think we're gonna really enjoy this exercise overall. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a fun one for us all because it's not. Nope. Doing comparison of a record by a band we all like versus a record of a band we all like. Even if the record doesn't happen to be our favorite, not speaking about TUI, because I think at least one of these hits that for everyone. Uh, this is an album to album. We're going to look at one band's with two or more records, whatever, and we're going to compare those records side by side and right. talk about what we like, what we don't like, what's different. What and not necessarily change. consecutive records, right? No, no, okay. it could be any. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're going to be loose first and four. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you know, uh, cool. like it's fascinating. I actually had a long conversation about the Descendants yesterday. Okay. About all the lineup changes, which I never really put together. The early one, yeah. A ton of lineup changes. For sure. But like the idea to me is comparing Milo Goes to College versus All is more fun than Milo Goes to College versus, you know, like everything sucks. I Don't Want to Grow Up or, yeah, yeah right. you know no, what I mean? Makes sense. Milo Goes to College and Everything Sucks is interesting too, you know, like right. first album versus for yeah. reunion record or first album versus last record, you know, like right. there's a lot of ins and outs we can go with this, so it'll be fun. So new feature, album to album, first, first edition, TUI. Yes. And if you see God... Mm. Man, you know, you tell me, tell me, you know what? Like, I always say, like, when you're like, the way I kind of grade a record is like, fuck, I wish I got to sing that or write that. This record, both of those records are hit that spot for me. So, can I ask you both a question, real quick? If there's a church of TUI, yes, are you, and there's a couple of answers here, a parishioner, aka you go. You go every Sunday. Are you a uh, what is it called when you you're, you're non regular? Ashes and palms. Yeah, yeah. Are <laughs> you ashes? Catholics. Are you ashes and palms? Ty. Like just for the holidays? Yeah. I'm East. I'm, are or are you, you non practicing? Are you non practicing? Because I, I have a, now, I have a hard time believing they're straight atheists of the church of TUI. I bet you there are. There are. But like their haters. own ignorance. Like, but like, you haven't listened to this. I, I tend to agree. I uh, uh, had lunch with Andy Scarpula yesterday, who's not a TUI type. He's, sure. pro- he's probably a non-parishioner. But when he stopped into the church, he was like, damn, got oh, tracks. The same and, and glass a, is pretty nice. A person on the more punk side of things, a friend of his was like, yo, you, you like that Trapped Under Ice record? Uh, that, that surprised me. But because you like it, you gave it a shot. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna check it's it out. Great. And he was like, Yeah, he's like, you know, it's not something I listen to all the time. 
But he's like, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, you can't deny this. No. I, so I have... Uh, I'm just not willing to admit to myself that somebody hates this in their heart. I just don't see it. And I understand that there's people out there that don't like oral sex. There's people that don't like anything, right? I mean, there are a lot of jealous people. There are... Yeah, right. You know. well, yes. But hold on. I'm going to get to them next. Oh, it is... Okay. So... You're a parishioner. You're weekly. At the I'm, I'm weekly, but here, I'm the my... guy that gets up and like reads every. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the dude is like, here's the first book. Yes, of, you know, yes. Right from justice to the Romans, or yeah. whatever the fuck that's me. <laughs> so, I, I honestly think that if you like, broadly speaking, aggressive music, and you don't at least appreciate TUI, then you... you're kind of bullshitting. And yeah, and. I understand that me saying that is going to inspire the three trolls to just fucking pop out that pop out of the fucking grubby little hole that they live in in the ground and be like, no, 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 I, I never liked it. <laughs> but like, just be honest with yourself. Then we throw them out of the group. Yeah, in the yeah. same. Just be honest with yourself. Now we need it. We need to get you know that game uh, whack a mole. Yes, that's fucking axe to grind. Give us the whack a mole. Boom. They'll be excommunicado. Next, yes. next From group, the next group of potential excommunicados. I actually cut more slack. The jealous, jealous one still envy. Listen, yes. that's because you got part green eyes. Exactly, mm -hmm. and I get it. I get, uh, and now I'm free from the from the the demon monkey on my back of, of jealousy because I accomplished a lot. So fuck the world. <laughs> but, but Pat's but never jealous now. But, yeah, he's never jealous but, anymore. Always but prior, back. prior, you're gonna be in the fucking uh, prior to that uh, to feeling good about my achievements. Oh, confessional, confessional. Yeah. Prior to that. I could. I understand. I do get mm, like, mm. particularly in hardcore, where there's people. They might be crazy, but they think they're doing it just as good. You know what I mean? And and, that, and you're not. And you're you're not in this case. <laughs> but, but 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 you'll but, fuel that shit. But right, uh, that's what I'm saying. Twist is, the jealousy into fuel. Right, it, it, Michael Jordan, that shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So. Uh, but I do cut them slack because I do relate. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you would, might not want to listen to it because you're jealous. You think that they beat you to it. Exactly right, Tom. Yeah. This is easy for me because I never attempted to do this type of music. Yeah. But if I did and I knew that I could not achieve <laughs> what TUI achieved, yeah. mm -hmm. it's possible that a person like me would feel a little jealous. All right. I got a hot take. Hit so me. is this the best non-New York, New York hardcore band ever? Ooh. I think this beats no warning. Oh, it, for me, it very close. For me, it definitely beats no warning. But I'm Ugh. trying to. Ill blood is perfect. Here's my right. question, though. Ill blood probably has better from beginning to end all the tracks. But I think they don't have they don't have the big kiss good night compared to like ill blood is is it secrets of the world? They don't have the big kiss good night. I want I want to put a pin on that too because I want this to be an underlying thing that we bring it back to. Got I it. think that's such a good question. Yeah. Comparing, is, comparing everything to no warning. No, well, no. Comparing one is this is trapped under ice. Uh, broadly speaking, the best New York hardcore band that's not from New York, and two, no warning is a band that often gets thrown that that praise as well. Yeah. Uh, I think we've thrown Bitter End into that conversation, oh, yeah. and I wouldn't. I, I I would put Bitter End at the the bottom of those three, but but I think Not those are all worthy yeah. all worthy conversations because they each are taking a slightly different angle. Well, well, so. well, that's that's what I would expand on a little bit. It to my ear, 
Bitter End is the most actual New York hardcore of those three. Well, I think does that seem right? I or? think from your school of New York. Yeah, that might be right. I think that what Bitter End does is goes to the Killing Time, Sick of It All, Madball. Well, mm-hmm. I think that No Warning goes to the Chromags Breakdown Outburst. outburst right. Well. Yeah, you miss me once you get to outburst. You well, and, I mean? and like, they got tra- they got some tracks, right? A, I know a few, but, 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 but that's I like got outside you. Yeah, yeah, it goes it goes the other way, and then TUI goes to most r- notably Crown of Thorns, Crown right? of Thorns, Mad Demise, Madball, some Marauder, and There's I actually Biohazard in all three. Bi- of those. Yep, yep, yeah. and so you're kind of getting different twists on New York, but I think it's a great question over. Whelm to to kind of put into everything we talk about today. I'm and saying I, they're top ten New York hardcore bands. Period. That's my hot take. I, you you can fucking say that. <laughs> I mean, like if yeah, you were like yeah, yeah. line all the bands up that are New York hardcore. In Patty sound. Albany and Bobby Shore can can yeah. can opine, well, but well, but Tommy well, Brooklyn can 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 throw down on that. We'll sit on our tongues for that particular yeah. statement. Yeah. <laughs> just let you do it. Uh, no, but uh, but regarding that, uh, so we've talked about Crown of Thorns being. If not underrated, kind of othered in some sort of way. Othered not because of sonically, but because of name and imagery. And then if you're past a certain age and your introduction to Ezek and that world was more Scarhead than Crown of Thorns, you have an assumption about Crown of Thorns. I'll speak personally. I had an assumption. And until I listened to the records and I was like, oh, shit, this is a really good record. Like, yeah. And it has a lot more going on. It isn't like thug metal. You know what it's I mean? Definitely it's, not. No. You would think looking at him, hearing the band name and all this stuff, but then you listen to it, you're like, oh, like and it's the unfair. guitar is yeah. not mosh. His no. his lyrics are cool. Like they're not like I'm gonna fucking really cool, really well thought out. Yeah, yep. but he I mean, has a song about the juggernaut. He was OG it. comic book guy, Kane Marco. I'm gonna give him some of my work when it's so. He, here's the thing. Well, he's still going to show up at your, house, your old apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm here for the podcast. We're waiting for him yeah, still. Yeah, he's just coming off that acid and being like, okay, I remember I got something to do. Been a few uh, months. Uh, so here, here's a... Tell me... I'm going to follow this thread a little bit. If Crown of Thorns was somewhat othered from the New York hardcore conversation, right? Uh, See, I don't know if they were. I think outside of New York they were. I think outside of New York and they, then a few okay. years later, especially because, and you can speak to this, New York Hardcore 91 to 95 is celebrated by few, but by many are like, skip it. And now more, yeah. it's celebrated more now. By younger folks. By younger it, folks. Than but, the people that were there for it. No, right, exactly. Right, right. And I, I'm late 90s, dude. And that was just not canonical. And there were a few bands. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think the Andy episode we talked about, like, we all fucked with the Rejuvenate 7-inch. I don't know why, because somebody in our friend group got it, so we liked it. Right. Um, but I, think, like, I like Sub-Zero, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, Sub-Zero's great. Yeah. But I think this benefited TUI, and I'll tell that you... they were on a more anonymous tip? That, exactly, that they were the other? That, that, yeah. they, that at, when TUI came out, I don't know if it would have benefited them to have been uh, even, you know, obviously everybody we know they're from Baltimore. That This is talking about the sound. Uh if they were under a New York hardcore umbrella, like exclusively, that might have been isolating. Right. And if like they were from Queens, oh, interesting. They wouldn't yeah, have been they wouldn't have gotten respect. They were. And, and, oh, and I think the yeah, and I think the fact that their chief influence of Crown of Thorns not being 
the mad ball. You know what I mean? Not being the thing that people immediately go to. So when it's like f- almost fresher too. It, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, sense. it's pulling the deep cut and saying we're going to take samples off of this. And right. I think like I bands really that be think like, if you listen, you're like, this is demise. But right. who's listening to demise at a larger oh, you level? Correct. You could do like a soul demise search cover band, band and yeah. you're going to get yep. away with it. Play the songs <laughs> backwards and you can get away right. with a lot. Yeah, of and it. A lot of those Cali bands were strict. Yeah. Yep. Riffing. Yeah. Which is cool. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, this is to our listeners. I TUI may not be somebody's cup of tea, and it also might be maybe maybe this is uh, you don't know what you're you don't might not want to listen to a couple hours of men talk about TUI. Uh, don't look at it about you needing to love a thing. It's about our enthusiasm for the thing. Yeah. You're coming along on a ride with us. I will also say that doing a a side-by-side comparison of two records. The records we're doing are Secrets of the World and Big Kiss Goodnight, their first two LPs, is fun on a academic level, even if you are not a huge fan of their style. But listening to the two and, and looking for what am I hearing, especially if you get to hear other people talk about it, it can be fun. Um, this is sort of similar to Deep Dives, but we're we're going more specific to records and right. listening to it. And not their history. Not the history, not the whole journey. So, uh, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this. Do we want to start with Secrets of the World? Do we want to start with Big Kiss Night? Do we want to... So, I actually listened in a way that maybe you guys didn't. I listened track to track. Oh, nice. So, so I considered that on a bunch of it. And he, I did the old shuffle. Yeah? Nice. Because here's why. I was curious who started strongest, ended or started strongest, who had the best middle, and who had the and I felt like listening to them one after the so track to track, track to track. Here and, before you go track to track, ask that question. Let's do that question around the room. Which record started strongest? It's a coin flip. Yeah, you can't correct. Go wrong either. They're so good. They These correct. are the first yeah. three songs of both records Coming are out. exceptional. Do you want my one take? Please. And it's almost to form. I think that Sea God mm. is a better first song than Born to Die. Okay. However. However. <laughs> I would argue that it's almost the second song on both, uh, which is Believe. Believe? That sounds right. Believe is the second song on, on Secrets. The second song on Big Kiss Goodnight is Pleased to Meet You. Right. Pleased to Meet You is outrageously good, arguably the best TUI song. Not my favorite, but it's like hard to deny it. Yeah, people like lose their... It's their number one song. And my only argument for Secrets of the World having a better start is that I think if you move Pleased to Meet You to open uh, Big Kiss Goodnight, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. That now that is also something I'm going to introduce here that we've talked about. That's old world shit. That's let's put our best song yes. as the second track. Yes, right. That was re- that was religi- yeah religiously yeah. adhered to for 20 years. Yeah. And now yeah. you can hear this on records that are coming out right now. Streaming streaming era. You want your best song to be your first song because hey a that's a single. B if you open the record with that that's on streaming that's going to get the most listens so it's going to inflate your algorithm all that shit is going to go up from having that so that said 
they're outrageously close. I'm giving the slightest edge to Secrets of the World only for that, which is almost like a fucking uh, asterisk. My only thought, first three, I think the first three on Big Kiss Goodnight might be stronger. Because number three on... You love jail. Jail. Oh, you love God. jail. And I think jail is better... Than American Dreams. It is, yes. yes. Now, American Dreams, yeah, American Dreams is fine, a fine track. But, but pleased to meet you, jail... To me, the order goes, ah, fuck. I might go, See God is my favorite of those songs, then Pleased to Meet You, then Jail, then Believe, then Born to Die, and then American Dreams. You can't really, yeah. But all of those are great songs. They're like, yo, really good, if we're making a mix of TUI, if we're picking 15 songs, the best 15 TUI songs. We should do that. Yeah, I think that's a great that's idea. Good, yeah, smart. I think all those are on there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so we're saying we're saying it's a push. It really is. It's a push. Yeah, but right. the lean is the better songs are there. Right. Going forward, though, I feel like the middle mm. of Secrets of the World might be stronger. It it oh, middle no. to end. Okay, end yeah, of Gemini end. is in the middle of fucking uh, uh, Secrets of the World. That's undeniable. Undeniable. From birth. The what's from the birth wall? Is the most uh, from birth, birth is my jail, where I think it is the most underrated track in the world. What is the track? Track nine on secrets For, from birth. From birth. Oh, which which according to uh, uh, their their bass player Jared, who I asked years ago, because I'm like that's my favorite yeah. Tui song. Like it's not now, but yeah. it was at the time. He's like, yeah, we never play that. I don't think we've ever. I've played never it heard live. them play it. Which is insane yeah, because it's agreed. fucking incredible. Agreed. It's the, it's maybe one of their heaviest songs, and it's it's epic. Yeah, it is. It's weird. It's sort of it's heavy, and then also has the epic like oh, you could see a kid who loves modern life is war yes. vibing on this track. I I want to let's do middle and then do end because sure. my hot take is that uh, Big Kiss Goodnight Night ends very strong. Very last strong. last song reality unfolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. good. But the three songs before that, I'm like. Oh, they woke me back up. Fuck. So, okay, I'm looking at the track list. I was going to say Secrets of the World, or I was going to say Big Kiss Goodnight is the stronger middle because they have some real sleepers in there, like Victimized, Sleeper. That's a good fucking good song. song. Also, it, okay, let me get... You like get, when Justice Prince, you want True Love? I'm going to go off on one. There's a band that I secretly hate on on this podcast by not giving them any shine, right? Uh, Are they Canadian? Uh, they might no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Uh, and I'm talking about them already. So I don't give this band any shine, even though there's no reason for me to dislike this band, and that's why I don't shit on them. I just don't give them any shine because I got to get over it, right? Yes, I just sure. got to get to the other side of it. You got it. Right and and it is uh, an act that the reason I don't like them is because they're from, from a very specific circumstance as men and do not. I don't see that in their music. And even if I liked their music, I would still want some evidence of where they came from and their, li- their qu- what the kids call lived experience, right? Wow. And, right. and there's none of that. So far as I could tell, and maybe I'm being unfair. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say about this song, Victimized. I could not sing this song. You know what I mean? And, and justice can. And that is, to me... If I sang this song, it would be an all lives matter song. You know what I mean? Because right. because it has this element of, hey, we're all in this fucking terrible fucking circumstance, yeah, right, circumstance right. together. And nobody is buying that from me. No. You know what I mean? Justice, who 
factually comes <laughs> f- yeah. f- from meager means in Baltimore, which everybody, somebody was asking me if they should visit Baltimore. No. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Stand that, go to the harbor, go to an Orioles game, get out of here. I, I, Are the aquariums supposed to be quite nice there? I actually, I re- I'll take it over Philadelphia. Yes. And, and I that's, think it's got a lot of personality. It's just that it's the sort of personality that sometimes you got to run down the middle of the street. Okay, you know, my my Baltimore appreciation. A lot of personality. It's pretty much a fixer upper. Yeah, 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 yeah. My that is Baltimore what appreciation. There's uh, one really cool, sort of hip neighborhood that's fun to fuck around and walk around in. Uh, fantastic, fantastic thrift stores. Mm, no shit. Because you have the perfect mix: rich suburbs, poor city, ton of dirt thrift stores, all the. Rich people throw away their stuff, mm. and they have the thrift stores to sell it at. Football a, and crab cakes. Let me put a dark, I'm going to put a dark spin on this. Go darker. I love I love, I love Pittsburgh. Right. This is established, mm-hmm. and I like Baltimore, but both places are places that when I've stayed for multiple days, and it might maybe there's something about the neighborhoods I'm staying in, whatever. A lot of cops. Showing up for domestics, you know what I mean? Like a lot, like you could just walk down the street and see an ugly situation. You've been hanging out with Trump too long. You <laughs> stop talking about Baltimore like that. No, yo, oh yeah. How how unfortunate is it that everybody from Baltimore was like, yeah, it's a shithole. It's just you can't say that, you know what I mean? Right, and, you, and, yeah. yeah. And, and but meanwhile, everybody started like, I mean, Baltimore is rough. Baltimore is disadvantaged. Baltimore, bar, <laughs> Baltimore is. But if you'd go drive you around, Baltimore, from him. You no, don't want to hear no. from him. Don't want to hear from anything from him. Yeah, Gold throne over there. I want to hear um, a death rattle from him. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> if you drive around Baltimore uh, and just go drive around the not great parts, there's a lot of bombed out buildings. Oh shit. Veneer, brick front, yeah, nothing behind it. Yeah, so Some so, so it's it it's real. Years ago. Yeah. It's a real spot. Uh, um, so I mean, so let's get back to the meat of this. Middle tracks, secrets of the world versus big kiss tonight. Are we going secrets? I'm because this si- is this is where I think both both records lull. They do. Yeah, they, both both records exceptional starts, strong finishes. Uh, we don't need this many tracks. That's just a fact. Uh, That's right, but if I now that I'm looking at them, I'm going to say secrets. I would go secrets as well. I'm going to go secrets, but um, but it's not by a lot. And I do give credit to Big Kiss Knight because I think they were trying some different stuff as you go through that middle of the record, and uh, and they should get some points for creativity. And, and I'm not mad actually at the songs where they go off the rails. They yeah. they manage to go off the rails in a compelling way that doesn't ruin the record. Yeah, they're and, not bad songs. They're and, just not real listenable. Yeah, and it doesn't betray them as a band. No, you know what I mean. So, the last say the last three songs in each record, the end. To me, this is where I give it to Big Kiss Goodnight. I think the song "You and I" is if you listen to that. Turnstile could play that song and you wouldn't know it's not a Turnstile song. It's the roots of, I think, the sound that Turnstile starts to develop. And uh, it's pretty interesting to hear the, the evolution arc of Trapped Under Ice as a band. Especially listening once you get towards the end of Big Kiss Goodnight. Because I think Trapped Under Ice is a band who started harder well, and starts to evolve. And it's not like they stopped being hard. No. I think they're still writing hard songs now. Yep. But they're starting to fuck with the formula. And at Big Kiss Goodnight, I think that they were 
trying to write longer songs or, or more formed songs. We should talk about the length. Yeah, but but it, yeah. and it doesn't always hit. But they're I think the last three songs on Big Kiss Goodnight, maybe it's the last four, really pulled me back into the record. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think I think Big Kiss finishes stronger than Secrets. Some tracks on. I'm not mad. Uh, so, we're, so we're clear. I'm not mad against yeah, the wall. It's a good song. I'm up against it's the wall. It's a good song. Y'all motherfuckers it's don't so care good. at all. It's so good. But Big Kiss Goodnight is definitely like arena core. Yes. Yes. It's like playing to the the back row. Yeah. I mean, you could tell they were going for it, but it, it in a in a tasteful, awesome way. Let's give credit where credit is due. Any time in my life that I've said they were going for it, it's usually my lip curls when I say it. Yeah, yeah we're using a pejorative. This goes for it, and it and virtually achieves it, right. it, whatever it is shooting for. Where it's highly listenable, thug-inspired hardcore right. is they do it. So here's a question. God, you I'm guys fawning now. Fawning. Fawning. You really are. <laughs> I can't help You're like fanning yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh. These are good Ooh. records, man. These are, These are really records. good records. How much bigger? Like, I was around for this, but I didn't really have a gauge. They were always like really popular. How much bigger did they get from Big Kiss Goodnight? <sighs> That's they a, always really like. Did, I think Big Kiss Goodnight came out at peak. Yeah. But and did it, that make them peak, or were they big? No, as I, a, no. I think it. I think it coincided with their peak. I think, Bob but said, it's not. What it didn't. Right. It didn't. It wasn't like the record came out and they dipped. It's like the record came out and they were able to maintain at a high level. It sure. was like. It was like this is our establishing stick. Like boom, plant the flag. Right, and this came out in what twelve? That might be right, but twelve or thirteen, and they broke up or like took like a break a soon thereafter. Right? They did a. Full cycle of touring on this wow, record. Big Kiss Goodnight 2011. 11. And did 2013 not, was hiatus. They do oh, hiatus. Oh, at so they were for two years on this So record. they did, oh, they okay. definitely did the full world loop on this record. Ah, okay. Um, this what one. I think is that the reception, like mm-hmm. we'll talk about the reception, Secrets of the World is a liked record, but it missed some people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, particularly coming off the, the, the early material. Yeah, the early material. So. Quick controversial. Which is context. Quick yeah. controversial. The demo, which is lauded as one of the best yeah. of all time. Yes. Uh, so that's hard to follow up in any capacity. The seven inch. Stakehold does that. The stakehold does for sure. But here's my hot take. I'm certain that there's people that love the demo more than any of this material. Yes. Justice vocally develops so much oh, between incredible. demo and even secrets. Yes. That I think that. If you love the demo, God bless you. I love it too. But yep. you are doing yourself a disservice. If you're not if, giving these records. If you're not giving these records, absolutely. Let me just put a fact out there that I only realized as I was driving here today because I went and listened. I, I deep dived on the two LPs hard, but I hadn't listened to Stakehold or the demo in a while. So I was like, let me give myself some context here. Soul Vice, mm-hmm. first song in the TUI demo. We all know it well. Yeah. yeah. Never been re-recorded. No. What the fuck? Tasteful dudes. Can you These please? Are tasteful yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes. Pull back. Fuck tasteful. Yeah, you, you hit justice. You don't want me to think like I think. No, yeah. hit justice and yeah. say, yo, what studio and what guy would you have you always wanted to work with for TUI? Let us know. <laughs> Actually, we're going to fund it. We're going to fund the one song <laughs> recording of Soul Vice. You let us know. We'll do that. All the money from streaming goes to you. You know where he's at, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah, he's I gonna do. say I need congas on it, and I need. Well, somebody go, somebody go hit him. I need the call to somebody prayer. Somebody go hit him fucking, with a car. 
and then we'll we'll have this conversation uh, because, yeah, that's because that song that's is outrageous. But but it's that's right. totally right. They I still think play so. it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that did they do a video for that? Was that the first video? Uh, if it, if they have a video, it's definitely them walking it's, walking around a, it's an like impoverished a split neighborhood. Video. It's maybe them. And yeah. No, let me see. Skeleton heads, maybe. I forget mm. what it was. It might be. I if remember. I'm remembering, the only video I can think of is them like doing some Baltimore shit and then also playing like a basement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like uh, maybe it was recorded on a fucking BlackBerry or something. Yeah. I mean, you it was like that. Like you know that Zobalba like cold video that looks like the same idea. Soul Vice Reality Unfolds. Reality unfolds uh, yeah. uh, 132,000 views. Um, <laughs> no big deal. From uh, the down, yeah. I mean, Reality Unfolds brought back two records later. That's right. The close. Yes. On yes. the demo and on the end of Big Kiss. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> so, so anyways. Um, yeah, I derailed you. I'm sorry. Yeah, what, however we were going, the reception of these records, Secrets was, was liked... Yeah. But it was just Trapped Under Ice was ascending and people were like, yep, yep, that's cool. Yeah, Got some tracks. Let's want. keep yeah. going. All right. It, it's not. Yeah, it play didn't the, blow play my the world. off of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. And that's why there's songs we're talking about against the wall. The, uh, the, what's the, the one we were talking about, Patrick? Your favorite track from the middle of... Of Secrets? Secrets, yeah. Uh, Secrets, uh, we birth. all agree from, from birth. birth is, is from birth. so it's hard. Superior. <laughs> so those two hard. songs, like those are songs that are like, yeah, we don't really play those songs. Um Big Kiss Goodnight, I think, established them in a, a way that was like, oh, okay, they nailed it. I want to introduce two terms here that I thought of when thinking of these two records. <clears throat> Prove it mode mm. and pirate swagger. Wow. Okay. Well, you, I followed you, and then I didn't follow you. Secrets of the World is prove it mode. Yeah. They're still show, wanting to show, hey... We can do this. We are the biggest band. We are the best. All this fucking talk about us is is there. And I think you can hear it. And that's not to say anything bad. That's actually fucking cool. For sure. And I think you can hear it in the vocals. I think you can hear it in the music. I think you can also hear it in a couple of the songs in the middle that they're trying, trying to write more full songs. Hey, we're writing a full length. And that's where you get a couple of the songs where it's like, eh, you can skip this song. You know, because you're trying to have a robust full length. I think we saw this with, I don't remember how long Knox was, that song that we really liked from yes. the America's Hardcore Comp. Everybody go check that out. Uh, but this band does minute 33 second songs almost perfectly. Yes. Very, like, it's full. It's fruitful. Yeah. It's like, it's not just like, oh, that was like two riffs. Yes. It's a full song encapsulated in 90 seconds, which is beautiful. And it's, they don't they, they don't go for... Like they have memorable bridges, but they don't go cheap on their bridge. Like, it, look, for, okay, I'm gonna sound like a total dickhead. Music's not that hard, fam. You know what I mean? No. Like, you could it, mm-hmm. like think about the songs you like, break down the parts, yeah, and then establish. Right. Oh, there seems to be a formula here. And for 99 percent of people, it starts with, "Do I like the riff? Do I like the vocals? Okay, I'm in." Right, and then you can lose it by going too long. You can lose it by having something that goes off the rails in the bad show. transitions. Yes, et sure. But for ninety nine percent of people, you've won them with. Do I like this riff? Do I like this voice? Yeah. And it, then it's yours to lose. And I think Tui nailed that from jump. Tui fully gets that mm-hmm. it's ours to lose. We got them in the first ten seconds of the song. And let's hold on to them to the end. So even when let's it overstay our welcome and just get them out. Yeah. Even when it does, I mean, there's some four minute songs that are like 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I need four minutes. Yeah. Rare. You know, I mean, right. rare that I do. But there's TUI songs that I know. are 402. I know, or, I know. know like, well, that's uh, those, those appear on uh, uh, Big Kiss, Kiss, right? Yeah. So, Big, let's talk about length. Did we just blame that on Chad? Yeah, let's blame him. Oh, so let me let me finish the other one. Pirate yeah, Swagger. So, yeah, please. Pirate Swagger is that swagger that's grimy mm. and not like flashy, but the kind where somebody walks on a ship and goes, all right, I know what the deal is here and still does their business. Like the almost like, okay. What so do you like, got? So like, like what they do on Big Kiss Goodnight. So like not with a parrot, but like some other Perhaps. Like you gotta, I'm the captain now. Yeah, I'm the yeah. captain. Yeah, eye patch, but like like uh, unimpressed by your attempt mm. to, to knock me off the throne. Oh, sure. And I think that's what Big Kiss Goodnight is. Yeah, we call that. Is them walking in the room and going, all right. We call that Big Converge Energy. That's what we call right. that. So I think they, they come in and like, I don't. If you had to ask me what, where are the vocals stronger, mm. Secrets or Big Kiss Goodnight, I'd like them more on Secrets, but that might just be a tone and recording yeah, production yeah. thing because he comes in on, on Big Kiss Goodnight and hits every spot. There's a flair for the dramatic. They, that's the part. Vi- victimized. Listen to it, everybody. Yeah. You'll be... Sh- it's, it's not just lyrically. It's... He's doing a lot. <laughs> He's doing a lot. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, I think they do it on the songs, the way the riffs go. They just, they hit all the spots that they should almost to a T. And um, yeah, I, I just very impressed with both in terms of like the energy and attitude that comes behind it. So you're going to say. Uh, I don't know. I went off the rails with big pirate energy. I was, I liked it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, pirate swagger. Pirate swagger. <laughs> <laughs> big Jake energy. Yeah. Big so, Jake energy. Um, yeah, I agree with your assessment. Uh, I mean, Big Kiss Goodnight, we say that it was uh, them going for it, but it might have been them going for, uh, I'm just going to suck the air out of the room for everybody else again. It's nothing to prove. Been here before, still going to do it. Yeah, again. Like, because that's what the demo did, right? Demo sucked the air out of the room. We've talked about it a million times. But that's, that's their step foot on stage. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then this one, to me, I agree with you, is the... Uh, we got to remind people how we do this. Okay. All right. Like, you know what I mean? Like still the best. You know I mean? Like, yes. uh, so I was, uh, what, 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 it's West third. West third has the, uh, the, the basketball courts. Yep. yep. Cage. So yep. I was, I was, uh, I was there yesterday to meet somebody at red bamboo and I sat and watched the, or stood and watched did you play the, basketball, play basketball. I, I did not. No, I wasn't invited to any too competitive. Games. I took my shirt off and I, you were ready. Yeah. Like, was, Yo, let me get next. And then nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody threw me the ball. Yeah. It was weird. It's the missing Michael Ray Richardson throwback. Yes. You have that on They're They're pulling you in. Nah, that's They'll you that's true. Like a dude is an OG. But okay. The, let's see what old man swagger has here. But the, yeah, the shit. Talk, What's his drip all about? The shit talk versus the, uh, the confident swagger versus the, it, it, like, you know, I, Look, if I'm going to watch non-professional sports, you better be talking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I want to see almost a fifth fist fight right. every point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and depending on the professional sport, maybe I want to see one too. Yeah. But this is a uh, this is a bit of yeah. This is a bit of swagger. This is a bit of uh, you know going to own I mean, it again. They they're the band with the most ver- most swagger since like Leeway. You could put no warning in there. As much as no, I'm, yeah, as much right. as I'm not no a short guy, well. there's yeah. no denying. You know, you, you no, know what? They did. They I want to put this out there. Yeah. An had some swagger, I, see, but I think agreed. they were like it, too, like shoegazy. I'm staring at my own feet. <laughs> ah, 
they do, but you know what I think it was is that there might have been a little bit of a haze of substance that enabled that, and I won't go any further than to say that. Mm. But when those dudes were on top, they knew where they were on top. And but I would, don't think they projected that as much as like Tiwa. Like, well, I feel it like, was a different projection. Sure, you sure. know, not yeah. it wasn't a city kind of like feel. Yeah, I, you know, we're, we're it was the it was a UK UK Brit Brit fucking verve right, Oasis fucking dude. Brothers, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Which is a type of confidence, but but I agree. It's it, when I think swagger, I think more of like a like you're holding your balls as you sing. Right, 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 and. Uh, yeah, so no warning for me. Definitely had that, yeah. and, and then Tui probably the most swag yeah. of yeah. Uh, of any band that I can think of in recent memory. Uh, but yeah, so w- where do we want to go from there? The, like I said, times the the, the, uh, the yes, song length, length of the song lengths on uh, uh, Big Kiss Goodnight are longer. I Thirty three minute record, thirteen songs. I think mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, twenty two for the other. Right now, twelve songs, twenty two minutes. Thir- Although thirteen, 13 songs, songs thirty three minutes, minutes doesn't sound like. Honor, like too owner. You know no, it's I mean? just by comparison. I think it's so, honestly just by comparison. Yeah, would if, you like if you were like you were behind the board? Mm-hmm. You're like, yo, Chad, I got this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say that too. Yeah. Wait, course. wait, hey guys, can I get on? <laughs> get on yeah. this and be like, I shipped with your girl, bro. Yeah. Um, would you cut any songs? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I cut three or four songs off of but that brings uh, it down to nine songs noise. I don't give a fuck people are looking for it they, they, yeah. they're excited I, you, think I, nine, you think a nine song LP I'm doing nine song special. LP with a fucking uh, weird outro so it's ten tracks so, ten songs so okay 2000, sure. 2011 you could have gotten away with it 2019 you could put out a four song LP oh, <laughs> thanks Kanye Take look <laughs> at look at the Trapped Under Ice third LP Heat Wave mm, oh how long how, uh, let's see how long that is let's take Pull a look up. I got it 37 songs 40 minutes. Let's see. <laughs> That's my guess. It is. I want to say 17 minutes. A uh, lot of songs, though, I think. Maybe not. Uh, it's like 11, maybe 12. I'm, I came around on that record. Oh, I just looked it up on it's Discogs, good. and now I don't know where they're coming It's just not what people were looking for, but it's very good. All right, here. Um, short songs. These somehow, are short songs. Somehow, this, is, this is, if you looked at these tracks, you would internet. think this was more to form from early to you. Yeah, Do you feel like guy, you're le- bad at the internet? Because sometimes you're, you're, you should be like, I'm pretty, Mastery level No I'm pretty bad I know it's really like, How do I look up The All thing right. like Oh I, Jesus Christ Heatwave is 11 songs Guess the length Patrick uh, He's looking at it He's looking at it No I'm not I, it's, I can't add that fast I'm, 13 <laughs> minutes 57 seconds Yes okay Wow right. I love that length I love that I feel like that seems like, uh, like It's a almost cheat. Well, no. well so here's I want to say this Is that I think this is Learning curve And evolution is that if you look at the early TUI stuff, they're especially demo Soul Vice. I don't. I think that song's like forty five seconds long. Right. That's why they had to have two songs in one one video. Right. Like, yeah. Not setting up this camera for forty five seconds. Right. And so I believe that they started to learn things and play with stuff almost as a reaction to writing these two full lengths, and and sort of to speak to your point. Long view writing full lengths is very difficult, and there's always been these weird expectations of what a full length is that that EPs aren't. Yeah, and that there's sometimes a little bloat to a full length, where it's like, oh, well, we got to round this out. We it's, need to have some more. Tr- and I think that through these two records, if you want to know what Angel Dust is, I feel like Angel Dust is a response to the 
rotundness of Big Kiss Goodnight. For all the good that it is. That's a good point. They went in and were like, let's go have fun. Here, I've got this riff. Okay, let's do it this, this part. Is that it? Is that the song? Yeah, yeah. that's the song. Yeah, and you- to some people, they're like, fuck that. And to some people, they're like, eh, I don't think you got it yet. And I think they nail it later. And I think that with Heat Wave, that's what they were trying to do. That kind of formula. Let's write short songs that hit what we want. In my opinion, maybe they could have wrote a few longer songs or a couple extra parts on that. But that's my fucking opinion. Who, what the fuck am I, you know? I, I Actually, I think that Trapped Under Ice record is quite good. Heat wave, you know? Yeah. It's not in the same world as these two to me, but it's good and it's a change from what they were doing. I think if Angel Dust didn't happen, people would be quite happy with this record. Heat wave? Yeah, because I feel like people are easy to like, oh, this is what happens when you Angel Dust to UI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like if it was just like Angel Dust never happened, Turnstile could have happened, but Angel Dust didn't happen. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, this is cool. It's like a punk version of TY. Yeah, this yeah, is awesome. that's possible. But otherwise, I think people like were feeling kind of sour and they're like, fuck. Yeah, this is what like I want fucking wearing fucking you know Fubu sweatpants, yeah. no shirt, yeah. justice up there, fucking inciting a riot, and mm. not punk rock. You know, I listen to the Violent Femmes Justice, right? And that's what they got, and that not in a bad way. Here's my, but thought. I think it kind of like kind of tainted what how people saw that. Right, I, I agree. We all agree that Knox is a superior. TUI track, right? Yes. Yes. It's not in the top five, but that just speaks to how good TUI is. Correct. Right. If you could have a song that's not on your record, but it bangs, like that's pretty <laughs> yeah. great. I always go, how? Yeah. How did you, why wasn't this record 13 songs and 15 minutes? Throw that fucking banger on there. You know why, I think? That's awesome. I think that it didn't hit, feel the flow of the rest of the record. Confirmed, yeah. Because it has a little bit more bounce and mosh yeah. than the rest of the record. Not that that TUI Heatwave record doesn't have mosh no. parts. But if you listen to, I think it's more fun to compare comparing Heatwave to either Secrets of the World or Big Kiss Goodnight, which I I haven't listened to Heatwave in, in that way in a too, while. Yeah. yeah, right. But comparing that, some of the stuff that's missing are some of the more chunky parts. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly, when I listen to both Secrets and Big Kiss Goodnight, more on Big Kiss Goodnight, but both Secrets is chunky and has the lots of chunk, <laughs> and Big Kiss Goodnight has that too. And there was parts of Big where I'm like, is this bouncy? And I'm like, no, it's not bouncy. But it's rhythmic chunky, well, which that, is a hard thing to achieve because chunky rarely makes me go bouncy. Well, and somehow Trapped Under Ice can is almost there in between the two. They're like chunky and smooth like peanut butter. Yes, <laughs> and I would actually argue that has a lot to do with tone because if, if they were playing... Like there's a... Okay, this is going to sound crazy. There's a couple parts on Secrets that... If you just change that tone, they could be all out war riffs. You know, one hundred percent. Holy shit! Yes, thank and, you for saying and, that. And so that comes down to presentation and to- literal musical tone. Yeah. You know, what yep. I mean? and uh, I think that that's maybe not maybe in conversations about the band that doesn't come up enough. Which is, oh, if this if this literally just plugged into a different amp, we'd be be in a different place. You know, you could be like someone like from birth is like that beginning. It could be like a pretty emo song. Yes. Wait, what, what's the one song? Yeah. It's got like those like harmonics and stuff. It's fucking, you know, well, well also there's, you forget this until you do what we just did, which is listen to all this stuff. There is, I don't know if I want to say Snapcase, 
there is. I can hear that. Yeah, there's deedle deedle over the mosh. There's a lot of something going on on both of these. They records. start to bring it in at the end of Secrets, and you hear it a bunch across Big Kiss Canine. Yes, you do. A lot and, more mo- melody on. And, on Big but Kiss. I don't. I can't exactly peg it, which is a test. Uh, you know, testament to whatever they're doing. But it's not overtly like. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But 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 there is some type of. Uh, you know, like fearlessness with high pitched leads that, that, yes. that, you know what I mean? That, that just are kind of a weird thing for this type of hardcore. They, TUI incited the Igna wave, right? Oh, yeah. You know, right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm still in your, like still in your phone. Igna wave at that time. Well, uh, that, but I think by secrets, because they're trying to write a full length, they start pulling in elements of modern hardcore. The wall, that wall song, mm. there's a harmonic going on in the background over it. That it's a hard fucking song, and Justice's vocals are hard, and the lyrics are hard as fuck. But it's it's almost melodic. Like if you took him off the track, oh sure, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. put Pat Flynn, yeah, that's a melodic hardcore song. Yes, you know that should be our karaoke. No, oh, uh, fuck. Here's I a believe, wait a no. Why don't we do a happen. comp? We should do a comp of that, like our favorite songs sung by our favorite singers. That's uh, you almost but, uh, you almost did that. You remember what's that? Uh, Was that when you asked me? And and then you didn't follow up? What are you doing on Sunday? I might need you on Sunday. Tomorrow? No, no, no. Next Sunday. I'm going to see Iron Age and you. Oh, you go. Oh, you go. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we're going. Okay. I might might, uh, give you some stuff to learn. Ooh. For the show? Yeah. Am I going to appear on a live record? Yeah, you might. No shit. Do it. All right, cool. Let me know what it is. And just give me time because I get really nervous. Yeah, but I'm going to Iron Age in the afternoon. Are you going to Iron Age? Going to try. And then... Because the Iron Age night show on Fridays, like they go on at like one thirty, and I'm old. Oh, that's <sighs> um, oh, wow. Thinking about going to a show at one thirty is rough. Uh, what were you <laughs> saying? Um, you almost did years ago a record of end of year songs without you on. Oh it, yeah, with other yeah, singers. Yeah. I think we were. Yeah. I think Pat Flynn was recorded re- was recruited at that time too. Uh, the song "Time Waits" mm-hmm. on on Big Kiss. Let me. I'll play it since I don't think any of us can remember this. Let me make sure I have volume up. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.
I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Like that, like it's pretty standard, but you're yeah. starting to get something else. You're getting a lot of different elements of that, with even just that baseline coming in. You know what I mean? You're starting to really pull out its stuff. So I don't know. I, two things that we haven't touched on on the differences between these two records. One members. I think there were some membership changes. Was there, or was the membership <laughs> change right, be, right before right before secrets. secrets? That might be. I don't. I'll okay. have to check. But that please, might be. Pull it up if you can. But then, more importantly, I don't. No, was Secrets recorded with Dean? No, I think so. And we know that was it Brian McTurnan? Oh, maybe McTurnan. But Big Kiss Goodnight was recorded with Chad from Newfound Glory, as we've discussed yes. a little bit in passing. But is 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 relevant to discuss here as well? And, and some totally unrecognized engineer that doesn't get the credit he deserves. Is it Paul uh, Miner? No, I no, hold okay. on. Let me see. It should be. I, yo, you're right. I'm bad at the internet. I don't. I, I don't know what's going on with you. It's <laughs> no, like it's. I, I there was a time. Have you internet. gotten rusty? It, oh, yeah. it was the car sleep. <laughs> is that what it is? I'm there was a slow. time where I remember you being much better at the internet. I think I just fell off. So, All right. Yeah, there were three other members. I don't actually. I only. Rem- well, I only yeah. recognize two of the names. One this. of the names. Let's see. Do, do, do. So a list of members. Can I? You want me? Yeah, go for Justice it. Justice Trip, Sam Trapkin, Brad Hira, Jared Carmen, Brandon Yates, and then past mm-hmm. members Ben Esparza. Eric Mock and Daniel Clipper. Yeah. Early. So the changes, I believe you're right. I believe it happened right before Secrets. But I'm wondering... That's who, when Brad joined, right? And, oh, and Jared, I think. Okay. Um, okay. I'm wondering when... So Mock is credited with playing on Stakehold. And uh, Ben is credited with playing on... Oh, Secrets. Okay, yeah. So, so right. That's a, there was a drummer change between Secrets and, and Big Kiss Knight, which I think is very... Relevant so Brendan wasn't always in it? No, no. Oh, I, I always thought he was in it. No, I don't think so. Am I right about that? No, hold on. Let me check. Um, so oh, I thought he was in it from get-go. So did I in my Maybe heart. But no, but no, no, no. I think you're right, actually. I think... For sure it wasn't he, the bass and guitars that got switched big, out? He definitely... So he's only getting credited online with Big Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, it's not him. Not yeah. Him. I think he's only in it from Big Kiss Goodnight. Weird. I had yeah, no idea. I didn't know that either. I and I think it. that's important because I think stylistically that's really different. And then Great I drama. think, yeah, and then... Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Is Now, Defang is not in TUI? No. Okay, because Brendan plays drums. That's right. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I think stylistically you can catch a shift there. And I mean, there's just some, you know, I, I think production matters, uh, especially when you compare these two records. I'm not, I think they still would have sounded very different in a way that they do uh, had they been recorded at the same studio. But I think it does matter that Chad from Newfound Glory was the dude who produced this. You know, what's interesting. I actually found myself liking some element. Now, Big Kiss Goodnight is a superior recorded record in my view as far yeah, as Yeah, I it. agree. But 
I found myself liking individual sounds on Secrets of the World more than Big Kiss Goodnight. I Big actually, Kiss is very clean and like major label. Like it all yeah. is EQ. Like everything sounds the same. It's very clean. Yeah. But to you, like Secrets of the World is definitely has its like. There's a couple songs on Secrets like of the Pops, World. Hot, hot spot. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. There's a couple songs on Secrets of the World uh, where drums are coming in. Uh, very aggressive sounding, right. yeah. <laughs> coming in hot, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm I'm with it. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I th- I'm going to bring us back all the way to the beginning for just a second. Um, I would like this was a very popular style of music for a while, yeah. And I would like our listeners who are into other stages of their life to actually hit us and tell us if they did have that feeling of being jealous of this band. Yeah, because for several reasons. Sure. No, uh, for their songwriting prowess. Yeah. The attention every, that they got. Right. All the men and women that were like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Like, yeah. No. They, they were like a boy band yeah, with fucking guitars. Sure. So my question. I is I think like, that puts them in such a weird spot. You know what I mean? Like not in a bad way, but like it's like every fucking you know, a ton of human beings that I knew were like, "Dude." Yeah. Sure. That singer. Now here's or, my thing. <laughs> like uh, I seriously. Yeah. I, so I mean, people I would know would like that was a draw. Yeah, oh no, for sure. You know, and then they're like, oh, this band's actually really good. But I like, you know, I, you know, I like, I came to see fucking Nick Carter or whatever and then fucking stayed for the music. Yeah, tearing yeah, yeah. up my heart <laughs> when but, I'm with but you. But I'm looking at this, like, you know, I just went down a hole where I'm looking at where the Baltimore crossover, like, what, you know, we were just asking what D Fang yeah. is in, et cetera. And I have, I've gone on record so many times. I have so much appreciation for what these guys have accomplished. And I, I just, it's making me think about my own, like I had More this talent. thing where I didn't have too many points of comparison for what I'm doing, and therefore it's kind of there's not a lot of it, there's not a lot of bitter, you know. Like no, I, I get sure, there sometimes, sure, sure. but like it's what would I be mad at? Who could I be mad at? Right? But if you wanted to do this, how could you? Like you would have to be at peace with yourself to say that you're always going to be in the shadow to do their sound. Mm-hmm. You better fucking bring something different. Yes, because they. I'm not saying that it couldn't be toppled. Fucking no, life is you long. know fucking uh, Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs. Fucking you know somebody's gonna break Cal Ripken's streak at yep. some point. Well, that one to bring this to Baltimore. <laughs> that, that one's tough. That one's tough. I saw Cal Ripken's son play minor league baseball. Not great. Mm. Poor guy. But he got drafted because his last name was Ripken. That's yeah. true. And it looks so, cool with eight on the back. It sure does. What about the fuck face bat? I love it. Have Shout out to Billy. <laughs> Have you seen that? The classic one? Like the, the, yeah, the yeah. Billy Billy yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought fun. there was a redo of something oh, no. that I should be aware of. No, that should. Can we make sure it's his actual grind just says fuck face <laughs> on the bottom of a bat? That's <laughs> weird. Absolutely. All right. So you got to bring something. But what I think Trapped Under Ice and this group of dudes doesn't get credit for is exactly what they did from Big Kiss on, which is where they do the split and they do Angel Dust, they do Turnstile, keep it going, and then bring Trapped Under Ice back. Diamond Diamond Youth do all these other musical projects. Defangs in praise as well as other bands. They they've got a lot going on. These dudes influenced not just peers, but a lot of old dudes to come back around with their yeah, bands no and debate. say, "Hey, these dudes are doing what they want, being musicians, artists, creating shit." And there there maybe there was a realization. This might not be possible with one one act, but it is possible if we're doing this and that, right. you know. And I have noticed this over the past five years. Oh shit! 
there's a lot of people looking at that model and going, oh, so you mean if I just play in my band A and my band B, I can make this sort of sustainable in a cool way? Oh, I think I will do that. I can have a oh, career you mean, like, toggle back and forth? Yeah, I mean, and I, I'll use Patrick here, not because he did this with any intent. No. But your ability to be a musician... You just you did drug church not for anything other than like hey these guys want to do a band let's do a band yeah they just said we got songs that sound like seaweed do you, you like want to do this and I you were like sure, yeah. sure yeah. weirdos let's do this yeah. who'd have known yeah and then as they continue you balance drug church and self defense and also doing your comic book stuff the balance of those three things almost enables you to have a for your age group level of income mm. sort of soon hopefully maybe. Uh, and if you take one of them out, if you take Drug Church out, or you take the comic thing out, all of a sudden you're you're looking for a state job. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna find some format to talk about this in a in a more in depth way. But I'm shooting for a twenty grand raise this year. That that's you're on track. That's my goal. You're doing uh, good. Is, is to so fifteen pounds and 20, 20 grand are what I'm trying to jump up. The, in this calendar year, if we're starting, it's trying now. to be like Kevin Durant, twenty twelve. Right. So like one forty four and twenty two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the government so, says. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah precisely. So, uh, but um, yeah, you're you're correct. And if if there were certain concessions that uh, self defense had made years ago, and would like if we had brains in our heads, uh, we would be likely doing a little bit better. And and both of these, yes, you're correct. I could balance these things. Particularly, let's just be honest. Fam, I'm talking to young people now. Yes. If you're 23 and you love music and you think this is a thing you want to pursue, the Baltimore guys are a great model because if I was 23, my income would be totally suitable and I would I would feel great about right. my and lifestyle. If you lived in Baltimore oh, or yeah. somewhere yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, what, what is that? PG County? Is that PG what? PG County. If yes, I lived in job. PG County right now, Prince George, George uh, you got it. it, it yes, I, my income would be. Uh, You'd be feeling good. I think about like the Avail dudes and stuff. They're like, oh, we rent the houses for like three hundred bucks. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we're fine. Like this is I could do this so, and struggle for a little bit and not yeah. But but what I'm saying, but I I think to that, you do struggle for a little bit and then suddenly not as much and that what so but but the point is that. Now, this is tough for me because I'm in my 30s. But if I was fucking 23, look, I just... I, I, well, I, I think it's admirable because they just went and did it. And they showed, hey, we can do different projects. We can do different things creatively. And that's all good. That's all gravy. They're, they're not the first example no. by any stretch of the means. No, just you, recent, though. They're, they're very the recent. They've just done it in a successful, modern yeah. way that people feel. I think you can go back and look at shit like, uh, like Rob Fish. You can look at dudes like Walter who was doing... Gorilla Biscuits while he's starting Quicksand. You know what I mean? And Walter's a good example now of a dude who's like, oh, he's doing, he's got two new bands and he's doing GB tours and Quicksand's available sometimes and so is Rival School sometimes. And it's all, instead of going up and getting a serving of beans, well, now he's getting the serving of beans. He's getting some of the... Uh, breakfast uh, potatoes. The breakfast potatoes. A little kale. Respectfully to uh, Walter. He seems on. to have figured it out even later than me. 
Do you know what I'm saying? No, you're probably around the same time. Okay. <laughs> so there's you're just on different tracks. But he had, he had higher points, so mm-hmm. I really, I'm fucked. But, yeah. well, but, but you know what? If you have like can't wait one minute more in your back pocket and you just get money when yeah, the Rangers yeah, play yeah. it at the Garden. I would yeah. like that. You can kind of freestyle a little bit. Yeah, I, wanna, I would like to write one of those. You know what I mean? Because can't wait one minute more is a great example of something that gets played at the Garden that isn't total trash. Tell, I would be very excited to have I, mean, I mean, it's not that great of a song no no no, no right. but it's catchy yeah. see what the fuck andrew's not got shit going on tell him like yo man like i have been writing I, all this stuff for a long time where's your can't wait one minute I had more right in a complete crust record instead so something I know. With no yeah, that's smart yeah that'll get played yeah. at metlife yeah, let's yeah. rewind let's rewind the track tom <laughs> if we even had a brain in our heads yeah <laughs> if yeah. i had a brain in my head yeah <laughs> if i only had a brain 12 and i just wrote the best crust record in 20 years yeah. this, this does nothing for anybody so let's get the train back on the tracks straight just down gonna the get you audited by the fucking irs that's really all it's gonna do war yeah. profiteers bringing too much heat yeah um let's pull it down let's hit tom's question is trapped under ice the best non-new york new york hardcore band of all time i'm trying to think of what else would be besides no warning which many people would think it, it would automatically go to right and again i think that's not because they're better than TUI, but because people associate them with the New York sound more. A different I mean, sound. TUI pushes Baltimore. Right. And, and no warning's not being like, Toronto, bitch. They put Toronto, Toronto on stuff, but it's not. Like, it's, it's a lot less. Not in a it, song. Yeah, that's correct. It's not a like, lot less. Saga, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, no yeah. good morning, Baltimore. No good right. morning, Toronto. In yeah. Toronto. No. Baltimore. London. Yeah. <laughs> Greater it? Ontario. Tr- trouble in the streets of Baltimore. Like, um, So I am going to say... The differences between Trapped Under Ice and No Warning. No Warning, at their, I'm going to go back to around the time of Ill Blood, all that. They were a very, very good live band. Okay. Yes. However, TUI Live is a thing. I just different had a energy. Re- revelation right now. Hit me. Is Big, good, big Kiss Goodnight their Suffer Survive? Only in the respect that they were trying different things. One was though they both shooting big and like one overshot. Yeah, I'm sick of the. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm sick of the bullshit, man. I'm sick of the. Suffer survives a good record. I'm sick of that bullshit. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. What are you you talking about? (sighs) You're sick of out hearing positive things about Suffer Survive. Yes. Okay. Dirtier than the next is top five. (sighs) No warning song. Uh, Tom nailed it. Tom nailed it. It is there. It is. Big Kiss Goodnight is to TUI as Suffer Survive was to No Warning, except that TUI didn't overshoot. They may have undershot a little bit, but they didn't overshoot. Punk Guilt got them. And <laughs> yeah, right. In a good way. Suffer yeah, like, Survive like, has maybe three, like, meh. And I'm not even saying meh, like, oh, this is some like weird, like, radio metal shit. It's not. It's just like, oh, why did you do this song? It's it's kind of whack. It's right. not. It's just not good. Um, I think that's a great call. It's it's the same. I think that Ill Blood is a stronger full length than Secrets or Track One to Twelve. Yeah, yeah, right. just yeah, no, straight great. through as an album. However, the peaks that Ty hits on both Secrets and Big Kiss Tonight, which I think my favorite song. It's hard to pick a favorite song on Secrets for me. Sea God, yeah, the, Against the Wall, From Birth are all in the mix for me. Believe, 
believe is really good. I think only that I love Sea God so much that that uh, believe just feels believe top ten guest vocal spot ever. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, yeah. like I, it might be top five. I mean, I think it's great because TUI the song. Oh, TUI oh, the right. song's good. Um, I, no one other than VOD has gotten enough that much out of their own band name. Yes, than TUI. Yes, hundred percent. The best song on Big Kiss Goodnight to me is "Pleased to Meet You." Um, yes, I could agree with that. And and I think that's such a high. So I don't. I think both of. I think several highs, several peaks higher than the mountain range of of ill blood, but ill blood still is right. a, there's is not a, a larger lot of skippable mountain. stuff on ill blood. No, you just listen to it as a few album. songs that I would skip on either of these records. I think I would make the argument that TUI was a ninety. Eight as a live band at their peak, and that No Warning was in '96. Damn. Um, and it's and I will also frame this in the register of time. I had more fun at No Warning shows right. because I was kid. 19 yeah. or 20, and they were two. And then T.Y. came around, and I had fucking the dust of a late 20s person. Like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing over here watching. Man, these kids are having fun. <laughs> um, so. <clears throat> For your money, yeah, are they the best New York hardcore sound band that's not from New York? Or are you going to put Bitter End there? Or other? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to a lot of the California bands who have done New York hardcore in the past 15 years, who've done it pretty well. They kind of put a little different flavor in there, but some of those bands have done well. Violation, big shout out. Twitching this Tongues? This Twitching is a, Tongues. There's a New York later. band. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that's true. Lamore's yeah, 1993 like band. That. That's true. Yeah. But, that, but same thing. This, th- that, that's, that's, we went back to that conversation of different New York. Yes, yeah. different New York. So TUI is different New York. TUI is, in my view, one of the best hardcore bands of all time. Therefore, I'd like to give them that, but that's, you're asking me a specialized category, yeah. and I might give it to Bitter End. Right. You know? And that also, yeah. like, remember that your personal school of New York factors in here. Oh, for I'm sure. a Cro-Mags dude. You are a sick of it all dude. That's true. Tom, you're like a little of both uh, well, and a little of everything else yeah. and, and actually from New York City. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we cut you, yeah. Whatever you want to do here. Yeah. But that's where I think some of those leans come in. You know, to it's me, I'm taking, I'm taking no warning personally, but I would say TUI maybe more broadly speaking has done more for the sound. Yeah. And I feel like all three of those bands that we name as like non-New York, New York hardcore bands, their singers have such character in their vocal performances. That's what really makes them different. And I think New York always had that. And I think that's what the great New York hardcore bands then and now and all in between always have. Like have like that little bit of like, like a little sizzle. sizzle I wonder. So shout out to Seb. That's true. Daniel, best singer of the three. Throwing it out there. Yes. You, you said something. It's close. That, when you said they're all really good. Wh- where'd you put TUI in in New York hardcore period? If I, maybe top ten. Okay, so it, it, again, Bob and I are are. Uh, are you not allowed to? Well, we're, de- we're deferring on that, but right. but but here's you're the punting. Right. I would. <laughs> so you're gonna leave me out. The dude that goes no, to shows you know in New York, what? I'm gonna get shot. Well, I would no. be curious. Here's what I would say. I would be curious. Um, you know, you root for the home team, but you also, uh, you know, you. Pr- I, I like the Warriors because I you you just like great stuff. Yes. Yeah, greatness. Yes. I like greatness. Yep. Do you? Think- You'd love for the Knicks to be good, but yeah. mm. I mean, I'll watch stuff. Yeah, but Splash Bros. Do mm. you think? Claytheism. On average, yes. The New York hardcore notables, whose opinion we would value. Do you think that they could concede what you just said? 
hundred percent no. Yeah, it's very hard. tough. Because very they're tough. gonna be like, "Fuck these guys!" Yeah, they're because there's jealousy involved. Yeah, I mean, I think the way you look at it, like, you have to like parse it down, parse it out to like, how many New York hardcore bands have two good, not even great, good LPs? Not many, right? So it brings it down to like AF, sick of it all, mad ball, yes, yes, leeway, yeah. leeway. Uh, uh, what else? Does, I mean, there's does, people does yelling Mar- at us right now. Biohazard, I, I, uh, Marauder. Yeah. Marauder's got one. What, what, what's what's uh, so? There's that breakdown record that I really like. Yeah, they don't have a proper full length. They have. They I don't, don't have, understand they that. They do, but they so don't, they do. They don't. don't plus minus. <laughs> plus minus is really good. Um, and then what's the other one? But I don't understand. Battle, Battle him. Wait, Battle. just take ten seconds and help me understand. Okay. Yeah. Breakdown. So breakdown. They do the demo. Demo eighty seven. Right. Okay. So then that, demo eighty eight. Okay. So that's generally referred to, and I'll give the background on this as both demos. Okay. That story comes from Brett Beach, who did Hardware Fanzine, get that collection from Shining Life Press. It's fucking great. Uh, him and Dave Koenig did that zine in the nineties, and it's fucking phenomenal. Yes. He was asked by a he went to a wedding with a date. I think it was just someone he knew, not of hardcore. And they're playing music, and he, I believe, and Brett, if you hear this, correct me, uh, I believe he's dancing with this woman, and she's like, oh, don't you like this song? He's like, eh, not really. And so she goes, well, what kind of music do you like? Hmm. He pauses. They're dancing. He goes, breakdown, both demos. (laughs) (laughs) Such good lore. So shout out to that. But breakdown does those two demos. They have like a live NYU set. Band leaves. They do comp tracks, comps on tracks on the way it is yeah. and where the wild things are. Um, and New Breed? And, no. No. No, not a New Breed. But it, both those. Band well, leaves. Becomes killing, r- raw, raw deal, deal. Killing time. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jeff gets other dudes to f- become the band. They don't do too much. Mm-hmm. Early, they, they sporadically, they kind of dissolve for a few years. Right. But are sort of around, sort of not. Yeah. Mid nineties come back. Mm-hmm. Dijon, Dijon's there. Uh, they do plus minus. Okay. They do blacklist at first. Oh, they do blacklist okay, at so first. Bl- blacklist is great. That's plus kind of my question. Is blacklist is the one. Is the blacklist one I really is like. Really it's good. EP. Yeah. And then and then plus minus is after yeah. that. Right. Both on eyeball. And then battle hymns is after that. Right. Which is on Thorpe. Ice yes. cream. Ice, Ice cream. Now. Thor- now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thorpe originally. Yeah. Um, Blacklisted and plus minus. You can make some fucking arguments on those. Very good. Really very, good, very, actually. Very good. Yeah. And and. They have enough material, but I, is plus minus even a true full length? I don't think no, it I think is. It's an EP. Yeah, I think both. Yeah. Did I ever tell you? Well, not to go into Tom Sheehan's story time. Please. Did I ever tell you my blacklisted breakdown uh, story? No, please. Record release. Maybe for I it? did. Yes. Did I do this? Yeah, where you got that dragged out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you only get yeah, to sing did. a song. Yeah, you yeah. So I did tell the story. Yeah, this, is a, this is a good one. It's a good story. But yeah. we need us to put, put in notes because that is a great story. It's ridiculous. We just, I went to dinner with Justin the other day. We brought that up, and I was like, pagers. Like I didn't have a pager. Cell phones weren't really a thing. Yeah. What was I gonna do? And it was like the king of like. It was like the New York hardcore staple was to be like, I know we're supposed to go on first, but I can't find our basis. Sure, of course, kings of that shit. Yeah. So like, I was like, you know what? We're not gonna. We're always like there. We're punctual. We had like everything loaded in. Yeah, I can grab. I can grab a dumpling. Yeah. So like, I went for a ride. Yeah. Came back to the end. Came back to sing what two songs? One One song. song. One song. And I was like, I'm gonna curse. I'm gonna like freak out. And I was like, I'm gonna get beaten at the wetland. So I'm not gonna (laughs) say anything. (laughs) I like playing these shows. Yeah. I was like, I was gonna be like, motherfucker. And I'm like, oh god, like. 
James Dijon would like put his fist through my head. Yeah, so I don't like, need gonna... to be dragged off stage. Yeah, I'm good. I'm cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so so it's big I respect think... to Ty that we can even have this conversation. Yeah. That maybe they're like maybe they're in a conversation for being one of the best New York hardcore bands, but they're from fucking Baltimore. Yeah. And they change. I mean, in the course of hardcore history, there's what maybe 20 bands that are like if that that are legit game changing bands. That like if changed that. the zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, ten then. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, fucking bad brains, yeah. minor threat. And like, then later yep. we say, and and sure, yeah. right? And hard. Like yeah. They're one of them. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, legacy confirmed. I mean, no warning was one. Not as and as big of a right, but I mean, like, who was like fucking jocking fucking you know super long legs. Super long legs on no warning. The longest of legs. Well, in two thousand one, we were playing with them. Super long legs and and had a long period of of uh, dormancy and and survived putting out suffer survive, which was largely panned. By people who I honestly don't think listen to the record. No, so, that's probably true. So, so no, he them. sings on it. I'm like, well, the, he the, sings on some of the other stuff too. Yo, when they put out Ill Blood, people he, accused that of being rap metal because it was too bouncy. There's a melody I, to I, it I, in the I, vocals. Total melody. It's, it's insane. insane. Let's do an honest appraisal of Suffer Survive sometime. We should. You want to do one of these for that? Yeah, like oh, Okay, I, you know what? Yeah, I yes, think that's, that's a good, good idea. That's good. All right, that'll come. We got I'll, a bunch of these planned because we had a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Because I can do an open heart on, on Yeah, that. I think you can. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> but, um, I believe you can. But okay, uh, this, you're right. This was a lot of fun. Uh, hit us with your uh, TUI comments as long as they're not insane. And yo, guess what we got right now? Oh. Is it, is it live on extra ground? Oh, they, oh, they're here. They're, oh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're setting up. They just got in from Colombia. Who, we, who do we got? Bogota, Colombia. Bienvenidos a los Estados Unidos. Wow. Raw Brigade, live on extra grind right now. Welcome to Live on Axe to Grind. <laughs> My name's Bob. Hey, I'm Carlos. And? And I'm Camilo. And you guys are from the band? Raw Brigade. Raw Brigade. And that's kind of interesting because uh, where are you from? Uh, we are from Bogota, Colombia. How did you end up in Belmar, New Jersey today? <laughs> okay, that's a long story. <laughs> we, uh, each of us has like been traveling to the States like kind of often and we used to like love to come to festivals and stuff. So we started like to coming often to this hardcore scenes a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, there's not something like very easy for people from Colombia sometimes to travel here and we love to, to see the bands that are not like going often to play there. So we, we thought that, uh, we think that that was a great chance like to see bands. So we started like coming often and we start to meet people and uh, we met some people also down there in Colombia that started to, to introduce us with some promoters. Yeah. And last year we just decided to, to, to come here to play. So we, we talked with this guy Joe from This Is Hardcore. Uh-huh. So he gave us the opportunity to come to play to the fest. And right. said, like that was great. It's it's big the opportunity. First time. Yeah, the, like the band from Colombia come here to play like hardcore in that festival. And yeah, we started like showing up. And we made a small tour. We met some friends, and we are here again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. So, what's the highlight been so far on this tour? 
Uh, everything has been great, and it's, it's so cool that we met a lot of friends last time, so this time we we saw a lot of familiar faces in the show, okay. uh, and we met a new friends too, so yeah. uh, this time uh, the main reason was come to play uh, Damage City Fest yes. in DC, but at the last time we, we used that time to make a couple more dates and to show yeah. up and say hi to some friends in some cities. That's right. That's right. What's been the best show so far? Best show so far. Best show so far yeah. uh, in Bogota or Robbie Gate or Oh, on US. this tour and then let's go in Bogota. Okay, best show so far. For me, definitely Per Ambo in New Jersey. Yeah, Copa yeah. de Oro. Copa de Oro, yeah. Uh, for us, it's like a family. Yeah, it's yeah. like home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we met these guys the last year, the last summer. Uh, that guy's uh, from Fence Cutter. Mm-hmm. It's a New Jersey band from Per Amboy set up or show right there. Yeah. Uh, the crowd is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, it's we feel, like mixed we, everybody it, there. That yeah. place is like magic. So. Yeah, literally. It, it's, it's, it's like that. Uh, we feel like a play in Bogota. You yeah. Know, is that. And in Bogota, definitely a show the the uh we set up a, sh- a show the name is hardcore versus hardcore mm-hmm. is uh two bands same time in the stage uh really <laughs> yeah it's like a each band is playing band. one song and the other band reply, uh, reply with another song oh, and like it's like a versus yeah, yeah. Yo, and we actually like that. made that last year in december with some of our closest friends from bogota they have a punk band called muro uh-huh. They have toured Europe and Canada, and they are coming here to play for the first time in a few months in New York City. Uh-huh. Highly recommended band from Colombia Muro. And so, last year we made this show with these guys like Versus. So they yeah. play one oh. song and we play one song. The people just went crazy there. Yeah, I, that, that, wow. that's fire. Like we need to steal that idea. That's too good. Yeah, it's that's sick. Really good. <laughs> it's sick. It's sick. The crowd was insane that day too. Tell me about getting into hardcore. In Bogota, what got you into it? Okay, um, as you might know, sometimes the things get there like kind of late and sure, here, you know, it can happen. So, uh, hardcore scene started like later than here, maybe in the early 90s uh-huh. or stuff. So, for us, uh, it was kind of hard to find music at the very beginning because and before Spotify and YouTube stuff, oh, you know. Right, so. Yeah. Uh, we met like people from the scene and we started like to showing up in the shows and the people who has the music that was like the treasure and they yeah. choose who to share with and oh. who not so you, <laughs> yeah, you know sure, it was sure. like very hard to get into hardcore back then because there was not that easy before internet the people just have to have the records you had to, you had to have the record or you had to know somebody who had the record exactly. and they wanted that, to, to show share it to with you you. Yeah, okay. you have to kind of like deserve it you know yeah, yeah, the people yeah, didn't like it. share music that that easy you mm-hmm. know like okay you don't deserve this band yet so you're not ready for this <laughs> so that was like the older people I mean the the generation before awesome hardcore went so that that's how we grew up in hardcore, like yeah. we had to deserve it. So I think that's what we appreciated so much because back then music was something really valuable, yeah. you know? Oh, it's a special And na- nowadays I think the people just get too easy like access to music and sometimes they just don't see it with important that it really has. And like that was the way that we got into hardcore for us is like something very important like to share band yeah. like what what that means for us and stuff 
And we started in bands like really young. I mean, I met Carlos when he was like maybe 14 years old and he was oh. already singing in a band down there. Really? Yeah, wow. he was like the maybe the the little little skid on hardcore scene back then <laughs> yeah. like something like the freddy madball there you sure, know? yeah all right so that's not bad. Show, very very young i mean i'm just a couple uh, years older than him but he started like to show up in shows like very early and then all of us used to have bands um Christian, the original bass player from Rubber Gate, have been like playing hardcore for for years because he's kind of older than us, mm -hmm. and and then this the scene there started like growing strong because there was like more people interested, and it have been years since like Bogota hardcore as a strong you know scene it was like made. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so two more questions. One. If you guys say something nice about the guys who don't have the microphone right now. Uh, okay, yeah, we we definitely want to talk about them. Um, we have our drummer, Juan. Uh, uh -huh. He has been uh, the drummer from our brigade uh -huh. uh, since day one. He used to play in a band called Revival in okay. Bogota, uh, which, is, which are like a, a really like friend and brother band down there. Highly recommended. You, you should check them out. They're called Revival. It's like straight edge, hardcore, hard influenced by youth group bands. Awesome, awesome. And, and we have a... Christian is the original bass member, but he couldn't come this time. He mm -hmm. came to the States last time when we mm -hmm. went to this hardcore. Uh, he's her brother, and we miss him so much. Okay. I mean, he, shout out we, to you, my man. Yeah, we, we we actually want to dedicate this interview to him, who is down there in Colombia, maybe listening to us. Uh, and that guy has made a lot for hardcore scene there. Awesome. We miss him so much. Uh, but this time we have like the perfect backup bass player, which awesome. is one of our closest friends, my brother. I have met this guy like for yeah. <laughs> maybe 15 years or most. And actually my first hardcore band was with him. His name is Nikolai. Uh, it's his first time like touring US, like playing. Uh, he has a couple more bands. He played in Revival as well. Mm -hmm. And he also has a new project, like very heavy influence oh. hardcore called Segera, like oh. blindness. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, so you should, Check them out. You want to say something? We're, I'm pulling them over here. Is this your first time in the States? Yes. This what, is my first time here. What is the best thing about being here? Um, looking people that, that I don't know, singing the songs of my friends, that's oh, sick for me. Amazing. What is the worst thing about being here? Uh, <laughs> 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 Drive, drive hours. The drives. Yeah. Oh. And parking spots. Oh, a parking spot. Who smells the best in the band? Smells. Oh. Juan. 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 Juan smells better. All right. Thank you. What? What is? We are a mess. What? You guys, are, you smell great. I, I'm wearing the same clothing I wore yesterday. So. Um, what can we expect from Robert Gade next? What is for Robbie? What is next? next? Uh, we gotta put out a new record this for this summer for, with Six Feet Under Records. Nice, yeah, yeah. that's our what's first up. LP. Yeah, it's, it's our first LP. Yeah, it's so I love that. I, actually, I'm not sure what I'm what I'm about to say, but I think it's the first like LP in the hardcore in the Colombian hardcore scene. I mean, not punk, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. just hardcore, hardcore. I think it's gonna be the first like LP that is putting out by an American label. 
That's in so the cool. whole in the whole like Colombian story, so it's like a big deal. That's a really big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's maybe like uh, eleven songs. We gotta figure out when we come to Colombia. We gotta work a lot for that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we gotta try to start to touring again. Awesome. When Where, you coming back to the states? Knows? Yeah, everywhere is the answer. Uh, yeah. Everywhere. Come everywhere, back. everywhere. But definitely, wow. we we wanna wow. come wow. back to to US soon. Awesome. Very but, good to hear. Yeah. Everybody. This is Robert Gade.
para el verano, lo nuevo. ¿Estamos listos, papis? Quitémonos todos la camisa. Nada, mentira. Si le vota una solicitud. ¿Understand?
Uy, hasta en la grabación es re pesada. This one's called the no approach. My life now, I know I don't to to the day. This is my life, I am walking for fight. Throw it, I suck it, do I do my work? When I'm trying to press, my work. I try really bad, but don't lose my time, for you force me to fight, so you better walk away. All of the forces, keep it to yourself. Tiro a papi. Tiro una maldita. Ah, uh, straight edge. I don't want 
Brigade. 